my name is Lyric Everly, and I just did an interview with The Hackseth Show. If you want to have those feelings of awe and wonder with the world, you have to experience vastness, who you want to become and what kind of lifestyle you want to live. And then finding ways to get there mm -hmm. is always on my mind. Feeding your mind, body, spirit. Mm -hmm. as well as serving your business, I think is really important. Hi, and welcome to The Access Show. It's the place where you can find life hacks on how to become the best version of yourself and achieve your goals. We show you how to walk the talk from successful people. And today we're joined by Lyric. Thanks so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. That's a pleasure. All right, so can you give us a quick overview of what you do just for the viewers? Sure. So my name is Lyric Everly. I'm the founder of a creative agency called Everly Agency. Um, before that, I was the CEO of an agency called Thriver Creative. Um, I also am an Airbnb super host. Um, as of this last year, I decided to do some multiple streams of income. So I have a property out in the desert um, and I'm a musician and an aerialist on the side. <laughs> what kind of instruments do you play? So a piano is my main instrument. I started when I was five. Uh, taking lessons, but uh, singing and songwriting along with that are mm -hmm. some of my biggest passions. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, so you like like creating businesses and all that, or do you like, did you want to do that all your life or did like you create businesses along the way? Like you see like opportunities and you just, you feel like, oh, I'm going to create a business about this and I'm going to create a business about that. Yeah. So I grew up in an entrepreneurial household. My dad was a serial entrepreneur, and so I was always around that energy. Um, and so it felt like a natural fit. As I started getting into like my mid-20s, I started thinking more about it um, and had my first business with my ex-husband when we were 25. Um, and uh, it's just been a natural fit from there. Like I've worked for other creative agencies since then, uh, but then I always came back to working for myself. And then over the last few years, as I started expanding my mindset, I also started realizing that I could find other opportunities to build businesses, create opportunities for other people and increase streams of income. Mm -hmm. And regarding mindset, you just talked about that. Uh, how do you, just like stay up to date on your mindset and grow and all that? Do you just try to every day do a little bit of research and how you can get better or how does it work? So for me, like once you start diving into that stuff and see how effective working on your mindset can be, um, it starts to become an obsession. So I'm always listening to podcasts and interviews about mindset, reading books, um, talking to people about it. Um, getting like helpful tips and tricks from people that I admire. Um, I've done some deep dive personal development work with an institution called um, MITT out in LA. Um, it's called Mastery and Transformational Training. And um, all of it just help, it serves everything that you do. So for me, mindset is the key to everything um, having to do with success. Mm. And so how do you set your goals? Do you have like everything in your mind and all like a vision board or something like this? Or do you just like, how does it work? Like, do you just set goals like, uh, like in five years, I want to be this? Or is it just like, so sometimes entrepreneurs, they just go like, not day to day, but like in six months and they don't really see like after what's going to happen. And yeah. how does it work with you? Do you see like the long term? I'd say I do a little bit of both. Um, I did do a vision board this year. Um, cause I was with my, my friend Tiffany, who's another entrepreneur in Nashville. 
Um, and she was doing a vision board event. So we did vision boards this year, but I do, I don't do them every year. Mm. However, I really believe in the power of visualization. So that is super key for me. So I'm always trying to match the vibration of what I'm going for. So focusing on the vision for who you want to become and what kind of lifestyle you want to live and then finding ways to get there mm. is always on my mind. So like your basically your to-do list for like daily things to do is just like how am I going to get to this goal and all that? Yeah. Like, I think like getting into the feeling of already achieving that is super important. Mm. So map the vibration of what you're trying to draw into your life. Um, so it's meditation, it's visualization, and then um, putting the action in, into it to get mm. there. Yeah. Um, which I think is a step that a lot of people miss. Like a lot of times they'll just be like visualizing this fancy car that they want, but not taking the steps and the actions to actually get to it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like, yeah, sometimes you have to put like efficient action to uh, serve your purpose. If Absolutely. like, if you just have your vision board and you're like, okay, I'm going to get this car and like the super house and all that. And then you yeah. just move on and do you like the rest of the day, it's not going to work, but yeah. Yes. hundred percent. So, yeah. So like in every day, what you do like is you, every time you do something, you're like, this serves my purpose of this vision. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh so how does uh how does it work when you have like something like negatively impacting your day or and you just want to like stay up there and you're like oh like not necessarily like big stuff but yeah like a couple of days i was like uh all right i'm gonna work on my stuff and then just a bunch of random like random stuff happens and it just like it's not like the end of the world but it just gets you down a little bit and you're like all right i just gotta focus on my thing and how does it work with you yeah. So, I mean, that happens. Like we're all human and this is life. Like you're going to have the bad days. Um, so I think it's reminding myself when that happens that it's just a bad day. It's not a bad life. So you can get through that bad day, call it a day and start fresh the next. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I like that quote. Like it's not a bad day. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's not about life. It's yeah. Yeah. Definitely. And uh, so I'm curious because you like, you do like a lot of stuff, like you're a creative person, you do like music and all that. And I was thinking like, to like last night I couldn't sleep and I was like, how do you do like with the hobbies and like all your passions? And do you have to like separate work and fun stuff? And uh, because sometimes like you're like, all right, I'm a musician, maybe I should like make money with that. So how do you separate like business and just fun stuff? Do you do it or? Yeah, so for me, um... I, you know, my business is creative, mm -hmm. but I find that I have to fill my own cup in order be, to be able to create for other people at a high level. So I'm constantly feeding myself with those moments that I get to be creative on my terms. Um, so it's, you know, going to have an aerial session. I do the aerial silks at the hammock, the aerial hammock that you like, you're spinning around the trees. Yeah. And that's so, so good. Um, and that fills me so that I'm able to go and serve other people's projects. So like, it's the same with music as well. Like me sitting down and writing a song or playing the piano is going to feed my ability to create for other people. So mm. I make that a priority. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like sometimes uh, you have to, and I just like thought of it like a few days back. I was like, maybe I should see like everything I do that is not work just as a small retreat, you know, like you go on a vacation and you just like 
fuel yourself for a few days and then you can go back and just work hard on your stuff, you know? Absolutely, because you can burn out so fast if you're only working for other people. Mm. So you have to make it a priority and make it important uh, to fill your cup and make sure that you have something to give. Mm. Yeah, definitely. And do you do like something on a daily basis, maybe like a like a daily routine or stuff that helps you stay like up to date and just happy and pumped and all that? Yeah. Um, so every morning I listen to this song. Um, I think it's from a musical called Oklahoma, but the song is Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. Mm -hmm. And it's the version is by a composer named Daniel Kobielski. And it's so beautiful. So like every morning when I listen to that, it like puts me in a state of like magic and feeling like the world is a beautiful place. Mm -hmm. um, and then, you know, planning out my work day, looking at my schedule and then dividing it up into bite-sized pieces helps. And here in Santa Clarita, which is like 45 minutes north of LA, um, I'm at a, a piece of property where they have a hiking trail. So um, about midday, when you start to feel like slightly sleepy, um, I'll go down this super steep trail and back up. And so it gets the endorphins pumping. Mm. Uh, and it also gives me perspective because it has wide open spaces. And um, a few years ago, I went to a conference on awe and wonder at Berkeley. And that's one of the things that they taught us is that um, if you want to have those feelings of awe and wonder with the world, you have to experience vastness. Mm. And so I try to go on hikes or uh, put myself in nature scenes that have vastness, which is, it's super easy to do here in California. I'm sure it's a challenge other places. Yeah. Uh, if you can get there, just do it. It like always makes your headspace better. Yeah. Yeah. You just feel like it, it puts pers like everything into perspective. I feel like is feel like if you're in the desert and you're just like here, you're going to be like, okay, I'm so small. And like my problems don't seem too big right now. And yeah. That's a hundred percent it. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So when you when you go like on, on a on a retreat like that, do you just try to maybe meditate and not think about work, or do you think about how can I apply like maybe something you're doing on your like during your journey like for work, or do you try to separate everything? So, yes, and that <laughs> that is challenging. I yeah. will say. Um, because at this point in my uh, business and the fact that I have multiple now that I'm managing, um, there is always something that needs my attention. Mm. Um, whether it's like accounting or bookings or somebody on my team has questions or something I'm creating, like it's, it's, con it's constant. Yeah. Um, so when I do like my moments of exercise or hikes or something like that, um, I will try to like silence the phone and, uh, try to clear my brain. But also when you're having those moments of vastness, big ideas do come. So, yeah. you know, just allowing that to happen. So you might be able to solve some sort of issue easier, um, when your brain is experienced experiencing beauty or vastness like that yeah yeah like sometimes when i go like hiking and stuff like that i try to like keep my phone away but i keep like a pen and paper just with, yeah. with me like just when i go to bed i do the same like I, I shut down my phone but like just in case i get like the next big thing you know you don't want to you don't want to miss out on that yeah exactly yeah that's the worst like then if you wake up the next day and you're like oh i had that brilliant idea we could have been millionaires <laughs> uh, like you can't remember it you didn't write it down yeah and you know like you have like so many different businesses and 
uh, how does it work with uh, the fact that, you know, sometimes you just have to push one and, you know, you're not uh, considering the other one as plan B and you want to just focus on one and when things like don't get easy or, you know, you get, you run into like some, some stuff and how do you not give up on one and just focus on another one, you know? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm super passionate about everything I'm doing. I think it would be different. Um, if there was one business that I wasn't excited about, it would be easier to like, just let it go by the wayside. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's choosing wisely what you want to give your time and attention to. Um, and then making sure that the work you're doing feels like it's purposeful. Um, and then you won't want to give up on it when it gets challenging. You'll want to mm -hmm. push through it. Yeah. And do you just like maybe review your goals? Like every time you, you, like you get to a certain milestone in one business and you're like, okay, maybe I want to get to this next step next. And how does it work with that? Yeah. So I do think that like having those mini pushes within each business is probably important. Um, so I call them sprints. We usually work in one week sprints with our clients in my creative business. Um, but then if uh, we finish a project on the creative side, I'll be like, okay, so now I want to have a sprint with my property. Mm. Um, so I'll start to focus on doing a project out there and then having a sprint with that. So it's like a bigger burst of energy, but like um, it's not constant. So it feels like it's draining you. It's mm -hmm. more exciting that way, I think. Yeah. Okay. And uh, regarding success uh, in all your businesses and all that, um, was it like when you, when you got there, you're like, okay, that's the vision of success I had when I was like, maybe like 10, like 10 years back or five years back. And like, is it the same you had in mind or is it better? Is it worse? Is it exactly the same? Um, I would say it's changed over the years. When I first started out, like I just wanted to create and I was like enamored that I could get paid to create. Like that was super exciting for me. And then as I started to grow, I realized that I could create opportunities for other people if I started growing more. Um, and so that became um, the big impetus for growth um, and success. And once you start um, changing your mindset to where you're serving people through your work, um, I think that, I think it helps keep you going. And that's what feels like success to me now. Mm. Um, if I'm, if I feel like I'm serving people, serving the world, um, that feels like the ultimate success. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think working, uh, it's its all about like you have to mix and balance, but yeah, working for yourself and working with people is also like, you, you cannot do just one or the other. You have to mix everything and just like like 10% of each and you know, something like this, instead of just going like one way and just like not looking at other stuff, you know? Yep. Mm. And in terms of time, like how do you, uh, you talked about growth and how do you just focus on maybe one thing when it's time to do one thing and just, you know, when you have, when you have to manage multiple businesses, um, yeah. you know, you see one that is growing and maybe you want to spend more time on that, but you don't want to set one aside and just forget about it. So how yeah. do you hold your time, you know? So this I think is a challenging thing for creatives in general, mm -hmm. because we're constantly thinking of new ideas and like, Oh, we could do this. We could do this. Um, and that can um, stunt your success and your growth because you're constantly like moving towards something else instead of focusing on the thing that you originally intended. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like when that starts to happen and I start to have those shiny object moments, um, I'm like, nope, finish one thing at a time. Yeah. So 
really just like, but I, I still have to do it to myself. Like every single day I'm like, nope, finish one thing. Um, so just reminding yourself that that's the way to grow those little baby steps towards the bigger picture. Mm, yeah. And how do you deal with patience? You know, like just waiting for the results and, you know, you, you, you know, that it's not going to happen overnight, but you know, you put in the work. So do you like meditate just to, I don't know, like be less stressed about, you know, results and the like performance and performance, you know? So meditation has definitely changed my life um, because you know that the more that you meditate, the easier it is in your day-to-day -day life to come back to center if something mm -hmm. goes stressful or worrisome. Um, but um, I don't feel like I, st I stress that much anymore over reaching goals and things because I trust the process. Like I've been through it enough now to understand that if I just hold steady, and keep working towards something um, consistently that it's going to happen. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And since you're, you know, you're in LA and you probably see a lot of entrepreneurs and all that, uh, what do you think is like the number one mistake people make? And, and let's say, you know, let's, let's make it more interesting. And let's say, what do you think is the number one mistake people make and don't want to hear about, you know? Um, I would say probably not working on mindset first. Um, so going into a business and then, um, not having like the tool set that you need to deal with it because it's challenging to be an entrepreneur and to be a business owner. There's so many things that you have to focus on, um, and figure out. And it's, it's every day that you have to work on that stuff. Mm. And so I think that having um, a growth mindset is really, really key if you are going to go into any sort of business. Mm -hmm. And what, what are like the best tools you use uh, like on a daily basis or weekly to just help you grow and, and all that? Um, just, I don't know, like um, finding things that stir up passion. Um, so it, it could be books and podcasts and, and talking to people that are inspiring and and meditation and health and wellness like the right food can make all the difference mm. like feed your body and your mind um so all that stuff plays a part i think mm. yeah i think there's a lot of different combination for different like kind of people but yeah. i think the the key is just to find like your combination you know like yes. it's just the equation that makes it works for you and yeah some people it's going to be like i don't know meditation working out and then work and yeah. some people it's going to be just like going out party and then work you know yeah i think it's uh, it's all about finding the right balance for for yourself you know absolutely and balance ooh that <laughs> work like that that's challenging to achieve as well um and i feel like that's something that you have to work on every single day as mm. well um the especially being a business owner because i know that i could work 24/7 and still feel like i haven't caught up on anything mm, yeah like, you know, as soon as you achieve something, there's always something else to work on. Um, so making sure that you do have that balance with um, feeding your mind, body, spirit, mm -hmm. as well as serving your business, I think is really important. Yeah, definitely. And do you maybe try to, I don't know, like cut back in some way and just focus on like working very efficiently for a few hours or, and then you take a break or do you just like work out and you, you see like at the end of the day how it is? Yeah, so 
I've tried a few different ways. Like a lot of my entrepreneur friends will do time blocking throughout the day. Mm -hmm. um, for me, I don't, that hasn't worked as well for me. I'm not sure why, um, but I probably just dive into something and push through until it's done because mm -hmm. I started training myself to like not quit until I finish something. Mm -hmm. um, and that tends to work really well for me, like those mm -hmm. big bursts of energy. <laughs> Yeah, I think maybe like, like same here, like different stuff going to work for different people and different like concepts are going to be like, yeah. And I know like some, uh, at some point I was like a Google calendar addict and I was just putting slots for everything I wanted to do, you know, like a one hour time slot for just working and one hour for something else and then one hour. And it was all like that. And, and now I'm more like freestyling stuff and even my morning routine, like sometimes I'm like, you know what, I want to work. I want to wake up and work. So I'm just going to work for two hours and I'm going to do my morning stuff like at 2 p.m., you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like you said, I think it's it's different for everybody. Some people's brains work really well with like hyper structured schedules mm -hmm. and some don't. Some want that creative freedom. Um, and so I think it just it's experimenting with what works best for you. Yeah, definitely. I, th I think it's it's good to, you know, get out of your comfort zone sometimes and, you know, you create like a method that's going to work for you and you do it for like a month and you're like, yeah, it's working, but still like trying to create something new and add something new because make, maybe it's going to make it better. Maybe it's going to make it worse, but you just have to do like this trial and error and see how it works, you know? Exactly. 100%. Always mm -hmm. be open to new ideas and trying new things. Mm -hmm. And uh since you're a very creative person, uh, how do you deal with, you know, the, like the competitive mindset of being an entrepreneur and, you know, the creative mindset of being a creative person? Uh, do you try to just focus on, you know, the creative side and not too much of uncompetition and all that? Um, so competition, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a, um, I don't see a lot of value in comparing yourself to other people. I think it's it's about staying focused on being the best version of yourself mm -hmm. um, to grow. So I don't experience a lot of competition in that way. Um, but what was the other part of the question? Sorry. Well, like, you know, uh, with the, the creative mindset and the competitive mindset, you know, when you're in a business and you have to compete with other businesses and, you know, maybe looking at what others are doing in the same niche and and all that you know and maybe it's gonna i don't know some some people strive in competition and others just they just want to look at themselves and see like just focus on what they're doing and just making uh, their business grow and all that yeah okay so when i'm looking at other businesses like i'm definitely looking um at what they're doing really really well mm -hmm. so that and learn and grow from that um but not comparing because like i think that um, that can be destructive I know a lot of people are really driven by competitiveness and I feel like I'm internally competitive, mm -hmm. um, like with myself, like I always want to challenge myself to grow and be better and get my business better. Um, but I'm not like looking at other businesses with jealousy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think that that's healthy. Yeah. I think that like the healthiest way to have competition is just with yourself and like me from the day before from like the minute before. And yeah, because if you're just looking at competitions, it's just going to, well, first of all, you're going to waste a lot of time just looking at other people and then you, you're just going to deviate from your path and you're just going to end up creating a vision that is, you know, like their vision instead of your vision. Yeah, exactly. You got to stay true to what is right for you and what works for you and mm -hmm. learn from 
well, of course. Um, but you don't, I don't feel like you have to compete. You're your own person. You have your own stuff that you bring to the table. Like focus on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. And, uh, do you have any regrets or stuff you, you wish you would have done better from the start in, in businesses and all that, or is it just like no regrets? I'm doing what I like. So I try not to be a person that lives with regrets because I feel like everything that we've gone through has led up to the point that we are and like brought us these other experiences that we wouldn't have had if we hadn't have mm -hmm. gone through what we went through. Um, so not a lot of regrets. However, I do wish that I had learned more about mindset and personal growth at a younger age. I think that we should be teaching that to kids in school. Mm -hmm. um, like teach them about growth mindset, teach them about personal development at a young age, because that's going to serve them so well throughout their entire life, every mm -hmm. aspect of life. It's not just business. Um, it's all about like, all the relationships and experiences you go through that you can benefit from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And like, if you had like a, a class of kids like in front of you and they just want to become entrepreneurs, what would be like the, the number one advice you want to give them? Mindset, mindset, mindset. All three. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Top three uh, takeaways. Like focus on that and um, you will be successful at whatever you do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, if you keep growing and it just, it, it makes you happy, you know, in a, like, in a in a biological way, you know, it's just, you have to look for increasing your life and increasing like what you bring to like other people's life as well, you know, like the value you bring out for sure. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, how do you set your goals? You know, uh, do you just focus on growth or how does it work? Like daily goals, weekly goals, all that? So with my creative business, we have um, a lot of project-based goals. Mm -hmm. So every day it's taking a look at the milestones and what we need to do to get there. So those are pretty broken down day by day. Um, with the property, it's been um mostly focused on how can we provide the best experience for people so always looking at feedback and ways to improve that experience and um with everything i try to focus on service whether it's through the creative business through the the airbnb property you know it's it's making sure that we're living a life of service for other people um serving their their needs and their uh visions mm -hmm. Um, and when you do that, I feel like that's when you start living a purposeful life. That's when it feels like you have purpose in the world. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, again, about balance, uh, I want to ask you, like, how do you work? Um, because one thing, like I always keep in mind, I don't know like who said that to me, but, uh, or maybe I, I, I watched a video about that, but, uh, it was something like you have to listen to feedback, but also not listen to feedback. And. How do you work with clients? You know, maybe they, they're going to have feedback about, uh, yeah, you could do this better or this better, but they're still happy with your job. And how do you, you know, mix what you want to do, what they're telling you and, you know, the, the path and your vision that you have, you know? Yeah. So um, with feedback specifically, um, this has been something important that I've taught myself through the years because you're always going to get feedback from people that, you can take personally because it's, you know, it's your creative work. It's, it's this thing that you put effort into and a piece of your heart and soul. And then if somebody responds, you know, not completely hundred percent happy, like it, it could be painful if you take it that way. And so it's something that I try to teach my team 
because I've noticed like even when we're on calls and a client is maybe giving feedback for things they want to change, the sometimes the creatives will get like mildly offended by it. <laughs> and I'm like, no, 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 no. Like we are all here to serve the project. We're all here to serve the same end result and to make this the best possible thing that we can. So let's stay focused on that. Like if, if the client isn't happy, then it's not going to be a successful project. So let's focus on what we can do to serve both the project and their, um, their vision for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think a good way to also like, uh, get their, like keep their feedback in mind is to just like, maybe like put them in a, like, I don't like a suggestion box or something like that. And when you have like a brainstorming session and you want to, like you're about to create something, maybe like add their idea at the time, you know, but yeah, I think it's, it's always like a right balance. Like everything is about balance and trying to mix like, yeah. <laughs> yes, indeed. That balance word keeps coming up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> All right. I think we've been talking about uh, like for, for like 30 minutes or so. Uh, I think it's time to promote you. So, uh, Whatever you got going on, um, maybe like Instagram, all that, uh, your your companies. Uh, it's time to just say whatever you want to say. <laughs> Thank you. I'll take the promo. I appreciate it. Uh, so I have a few different pages on Instagram. So my personal is uh, Lyric Everly, uh, just my name. And then business is Everly Agency. And the Airbnb property in the desert is Everly Landing. <laughs> 